Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, grace and peace, beloved of God. This is Pastor Aziza Morrison, and we are saying a good God bless you and a good morning. Thank you so much for being with us this morning for our Zion Travails prayer and impartation call. This is the day that the Lord has made, and so we're going to go ahead and rejoice and be glad in it. Thank you so much for being with us this morning. Thank you for waking up and deciding to pray with us. I'm telling you, Jesus said, men ought always to pray. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. So I'm thankful to God that you got to, I'm not going to faint in my spirit. And as we get to the end of the year, um, you know, people kind of start falling off and the holidays start coming around and all that kind of stuff, and people like to sleep in. I know that bed tries to keep you locked up and tied up. <laughs> Hallelujah. But when you know you have an assignment, you you break away. You break away. So I appreciate you breaking away this morning uh, to pray. Well, we are right up at the holiday season, and uh, I pray that um, you all are keeping in mind uh, the meaning of this holiday season, it is uh, to be thankful for the greatest gift of all time, and that is the gift of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And um, so uh, we just want to make sure that uh, you're, you're mindful of that, because uh, during this holiday season, uh, this is often a time where people forget we forget, we forget, and we get stressed, and uh, we allow this season to pull us another way. But uh, we are rooted and grounded in the fact that uh, the greatest gift is uh, we've already received that gift, and that is the gift of Jesus Christ. So um, we, I, I just want to just reiterate that. I just feel very strongly um, that there's some people, you know, that allows the stress and the strain of this holiday season and to just kind of come and overtake them. And I'm just praying that that's not you. But if it is you, take it to the Lord in prayer. Take it to the Lord in prayer. God knows and he sees and he understands and uh, God will provide. I want to talk about keys, keys to producing fruit, keys to producing Fruit, 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 fruit. I just have a um, a couple of passages of scripture that I want to read um, in your hearing, and then I'm gonna um, pray for you. I'm gonna let you go. All right. Um, go with me to John chapter fifteen. John chapter fifteen. I'm gonna start at verse one. It says. I'm reading right first. I'm going to read out of the King James, and then I'm going to read it real quick out of the New Living, okay? Let's just say a quick word of prayer. Jesus, we love you and we honor you and we bless you and we glorify you and we thank you for this opportunity to hear and to receive from you. We just pray that you would speak to our hearts, give us a word of wisdom, a word of direction, a word of courage, a word of inspiration, and if necessary, we will receive a word of correction and rebuke. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. John chapter 15, verse 1 says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. 
Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth much fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine, no more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit so that ye be my disciples. Verse 8 is uh, well worth reading again. This will be our focus. I want you to hear this. Jesus is saying, this is how you glorify God. This is how you bring glory to my Father. If, If you want to bring glory to the name of God. If if you are the person that wants to bring him glory, Father, I just want to bring you glory. I just want to live a life that brings glory to God. I just want this to be to the glory of God. Jesus is saying that if you want my Father to be glorified, the way you do that is that you bear not just some fruit, not just any kind of fruit, not just a little fruit. Jesus said, bearing much fruit, hallelujah, bearing much fruit is how you glorify God. So let's let's rephrase this. Let's call this keys to producing much fruit, keys to producing much fruit. And so every believer is called to be fruitful, each and every one of us. We're called to be fruitful, and we are called to be productive for Jesus Christ. In this same chapter, in uh, John uh, 15, if you go down to verse 16, uh, Jesus says, You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and I have ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he will give it unto thee. So here is a couple of key words. The first word he says, he says, I have chosen you. I have chosen you. That word chosen there, that word chosen there, it means, uh-oh, I'm sorry. It, that word chosen there, it means to select out from a group of people. In other words, what Jesus is saying is that I have intentionally selected you out from the world. You didn't choose me. You're not here because you chose me. 
you're here because I called you out. And then he says, and I ordained you. So now, now not only are you called, but you are ordained. This, this word applies to you. I want you to understand that not only is the Bible just an ancient text, but it is living, it, it is alive, it is sharp, it is powerful, and to those who have received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, this word applies to you. It's not for other people. It was not just for the disciples. It wasn't just for the people in biblical times. This word is for you. Jesus saying, I have ordained you. That means that word ordained there means to appoint. It means to commission. Uh, it means with purpose. It means to set in place. So God, he, Jesus is saying, I've called you, I've purposed you, I've set you in position, I've appointed you, and then he says, to go, all right? So he, now he's called you, he's ordained you, and now why? Because he wants you to go. That word go there means to initiate action. It means to lead under. It means to go without noise, all right? So these are some specific specific instructions that Jesus has given us. He said, and I want you to bear forth fruit, fruit, fruit of the spirit. We know what fruit of the spirit is, fruit of the spirit. Uh, he wants us to bear forth fruit. The first, the first concept or the first idea of bearing fruit is in Galatians 5 and, two and, five and 22, uh, where God talks about what the fruit of the spirit is. Let me, let's get that real quick. Let's get it real quick so that I won't um, miss one if I try to say them off offhand. Galatians uh, 5 and 22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love and joy and peace and long-suffering and gentleness and goodness and faith and meekness and temperance. These are the fruits of the Spirit. So the first kind of fruit that, that God is looking for to bring glory to his name is the fruit of the Spirit. He wants our character to be godly. He wants us to be, have spiritual maturity. This kind of fruit, this, this type of fruit that, that God is expecting out of our lives is a fruit of spiritual maturity. And then the second kind of fruit, the second kind of fruit that God is expecting out of all of us is the fruit, the kind of fruit that advances the kingdom of God, the kind of fruit that makes disciples of Jesus Christ. We have been given, all of us have been given a great commission out of Matthew 28 and 19, go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. It is not just the responsibility of the pastor. It is not just the responsibility of the evangelist to make disciples. You have an obligation in your metron, in your sphere of influence, on your job, in the people that you connect to, to be alike and to make disciples of Jesus Christ. There's, there's no time we don't have time and we don't have 
a, a place right now to be neutral. All right. This isn't the time to be neutral. This has to t- be the time that we are all in. We either gather with Jesus or we're going to be scattered. Either we gather or we're going to be scattered. So, so God is concerned about us producing. And I want you to get this in your spirit. As we are wrapping up this year, going into the next year, I really want you to get this idea of being productive and producing for Christ come for this coming year. So there's three levels of producing, and then we're going to pray. So in John, we just read in John 15, uh, 1 through 7, Jesus says, I am the vine, my father is the husband man. So Jesus is, is talking about, he's illustrating how fruit occurs. So, so the vine is Jesus. The branch is the believer. The husband man is the father. All right? Now, note that there are four different types of branches mentioned here in the scripture. There's the branch that uh, in me bears not fruit. Then there's a branch in me that bears fruit. Then there's a branch that uh, abides that bears much fruit, and then there's a branch that abides alone that withers and dies. It has no energy. It has no life. So God, he addresses each of these different types of believers differently. And so what type of branch are you? Excuse me. Are you the branch that doesn't bear fruit? Are you the branch that does bear fruit? Are you the branch that's going to bear much fruit? Are you, are you going to be the branch that abides alone, the branch that withers up and die? What branch are you going to be? And so to the branch that bears not fruit in verse 2, he says, every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away. He, ta- he takes away. So in other words, if you decide that you're going to be that person that's not going to bear any fruit, what you have will be taken away from you. So, so this, this is reversed to the believer, all right, because he, he's saying that you're in me. And so if you should be in him, then, then why aren't you flourishing? It, this is the believer that's in Christ. You're in Christ, but you're not flourishing. You're not bearing fruit. How, 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 can that, how can that be? Because your focus is on one thing, surviving. How can I survive? He says, you're in me, but you're not bearing fruit. And so he says, I'm going to take away. That what you do have. That word take away there, it means to lift up. It means to take off. It means to remove. And so the thing that I love about God, brothers and sisters, is that God is patient. He is loving, and and, and he, he, he wants us to produce. And so what he does is that God will begin to use people. He uses people. You have to understand this. This is why you have to be sensitive to when people are showing up in your lives and, and when people are, you know, uh, uh, shifting things in your life because God uses people. Get that in your spirit. God uses people to connect with 
uh, uh, non-producing believers. And so when, when you connect with somebody that, um, you know, they're in, G, they're in Christ, but you know that they are not living at the level of their potential, you know that they are not doing the things that God would call them to do, then, then, then as a believer, pick up a burden for them in prayer, begin to pray for them, begin to encourage that person. Because here, here, here's, the, here's the thing about uh, a, a branch that's not producing. Normally, if, if you think about it, think about a branch that's not producing. It's Generally, it's fallen off and it's lying on the ground. That's why it's not producing. And so people need to come alongside of those that aren't producing and strengthen them and encourage them. And, and you know, we have to connect with people and, and keep them strong and, and, and not just focus on ourselves. And then he talks about, let me move along here, then he talks about the fruit, the branch that's bearing fruit. He said every branch that bears fruit, he prunes it. He, he prunes it that he may bring forth more fruit. So, when we have fruit, God prunes it so that we can grow and flourish. That word purge there, it means to cleanse, to purge, to prune, to cut back. And so how does God do this? What does that look like to us today? It looks like God using his word. God will send a word to you to correct you. He will send a word to you to redirect you, redirect your thoughts, redirect your intention, redirect your attitude. You understand that? And so he, he, he prunes us by, by giving us a witness in our spirit by something that we heard. He prunes us through the words of God. He prunes us. Sometimes you could just be, <coughs> excuse me, talking to people, talking to someone, and you can hear uh, a word of revelation. Come, uh, he prunes us by people in authority, you know, even people on your job, you know, spiritual leaders. This is how God begins to prune us. And then circumstances, circumstances in our lives come to prune us. Circumstances in our lives come to sharpen us because of the conflict, the pain, the frustration. It points us to Jesus. It puts us on our knees. It changes our attitude. It humbles our spirit. Sin will prune us because the consequence of sin is difficult. The Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death. Uh, the consequences of sin are painful. Uh, uh, weakness comes. Sickness comes. All of these things come uh, because of sin. This is how. And sometimes things are happening and you're wondering why. And you don't understand that, that, that God is attempting to make us more fruitful by correcting us, by, by turning us back to him, by separating us from other people, separating us from friends, separating us from these things that we thought that we would be connected to. So the question this morning is how do we respond to this? How do we respond to this? The Bible tells us in, in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, and we're getting ready to pray. You have Hebrews chapter 11. Uh, if you write, for those of you that are taking notes, uh, verse 5 through 11, he, he talks about those 
that he chastens. I was just writing this yesterday. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a part of my, it's a part of my, um, my my research paper uh in in hebrews chapter 11 uh the bible talks about as a matter of fact let me let me get it because it's, it's so good i actually probably want to read it out of the um i probably want to read it out of the um new living but i have my king james open but uh hebrews 11 um at let's start at Where is it at? I think it's not. It's 11. It's 12. Hold on. Here it is. For whom the Lord loves, for whom the Lord loveth, he chases and scourges every son whom he receiveth. If you endure chastening, God has dealt with you as with his son. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? But if ye be without chastisement, whereof all are partakers, then are you bastards and not sons. Furthermore, we have all had fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Shall we not much rather in subjection unto the Father of spirit and live? For they verily for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure. But he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now, no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous but grievous. Nevertheless, Afterwards, it yieldeth peace of the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. In other words, what this is saying, I know sometimes this King James language gets it confused. In other words, what it's saying is that, listen, because God loves us, he, chast- he, he, he chastens us. He said, even our fathers chastened us. They did it for a little while. He said, but, but our God is doing it for a for a better reason he he what he's saying he said he said nobody likes to be chast, chastised nobody likes to be put in pain he said but the pain is going to be worth it because the purpose is that it's going to produce a righteous fruit it's going to produce right living in you it's going to produce a rightness that is after the conduct of Jesus Christ so this is what god is doing uh, when he is chastising us so don't dis- it. Uh, don't fake under it, but endure the chastisement. How do you respond when God wants you to be more productive? You don't. You don't want to. You don't want to resist it. You don't want to deny the problem. You don't want to pretend that you're changing. You don't want to attack uh, the messenger. You don't want to withdraw yourself. That's not what you want to do. When God is. You know when God is urging you to do better. You know when God is urging you to change that part of your life that is no longer fruitful. You know when God is talking to you about your character, about your spirit, about your disposition, about how you handle people, about your mouth. You know that God is talking to you. So when you do, you receive this. You listen for that voice within you, and you take personal responsibility 
responsibility. And then you've got to command the change. you got to command it. you got to command yourself to change. This is what I'm going to do. If you have, the Bible says in Proverbs 1 and 23, if you have responded at my rebuke, I would have poured out my heart to you. Hallelujah. And so we've got to respond when God is saying to us, I'm ready to see more from you. I'm ready to receive more. I, I, I know what I put in you, and I'm ready to receive more. I'm ready to receive much fruit from you because this fruit that you produce in this season is going to glorify me in heaven. Come on. Let's pray. Father, you are amazing, and we love you, and we bless you, and we glorify your name. Hallelujah. Our souls say yes to you today. Our souls are rejoicing, hallelujah, for who you are and for what you've done and for what you are yet going to do. We thank you from the ancient of days. You are God. We thank you, hallelujah, that there is no other God beside you. We thank you that you said, I swear by my own self, that I am God and there is none other. So, Father, this morning we lift up our hands and we say thank you. Hallelujah. We lift up our hands and we glorify you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you that you are just. We thank you that you We thank you that you are just and that you are righteous. We thank you. Hallelujah. Father, that you see all and you know all. We thank you that you are a good God. Hallelujah. We thank you that it is your goodness that leads us to repentance. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, that you didn't leave us dying in our sin, but when you saw us dying, you told us to live. Father, we thank you for life today and for that more abundantly. Now, Father, it is in the name of Jesus that we come to you this morning. We come, Father, because it is our desire that we bear much fruit for you, Father. It is our desire that we become spiritually mature sons and daughters. Father, we want to join in with Paul who said, when I was a child, I, I spake as a child, I thought as a child, I acted as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we make a decision today to put away childish things. Father, we understand that everything that we need has already been given to us. We understand, Father, that your grace has already been given to us and that your grace is sufficient. We understand, Father, that we are received responsible for our lives. We understand, Father, that we are responsible to, for, to, for, to do the things that you've called us to do. We understand, Father, that we are responsible, Father, to bring your name praise. We understand, Father, that we are responsible responsible to bear much fruit. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we lay off the victim mentality and we'll no longer blame other people 
for the lives that we are living. We won't blame our ex-husbands and our ex-wives. We won't blame our mothers and our fathers, Lord. We, we won't blame, Father, our environment or the city and the state uh, that we were born in, but Father, we take sole responsibility of our lives. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we make a decision today to bring you much fruit. Father, we want to bring you fruit, and we want fruit that's going to remain. So, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, that's the spirit of love and joy and meekness, God. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that long-suffering and gentleness and goodness and faith. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, oh God, that these areas will be evident in our lives. Father, not just when we are seen by other people, Father, but when we are not we pray today in the name of Jesus that you will help us to be reminded that we always have an audience of one. And if nobody else sees us, God, you see us. And if nobody else hears us, God, you hear us. We live for you, Father. We make a decision today and a declaration today that we're not living to please other people. And we're not even living to please ourselves. But, Father, in the name of Jesus, our lives are done to please you. We want you to get the glory out of our lives. We thank you today that you chose us. We thank you today that you ordained us. We thank you today that you gave us a command to go. So we make a decision this morning that we're no longer waiting on approval. We're no longer waiting on validation. We're no longer waiting on acceptance. You've already given us the command to go, Father. And so now in the name of Jesus, we come into agreement with your command over our lives. We come into agreement with your will over our lives. We come into agreement with your assignment over our lives. You gave us your command to go, Father. So we pray in the name of Jesus that as we go, that you'll be with us, that you'll walk with us and talk with us. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you'll go before us, and as you lead us, we'll follow God. We'll follow you everywhere that you go, God, in the name of Jesus. It is our desire today that we advance the kingdom of God. It is our desire today that we make disciples of Jesus Christ. So, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we thank you for producing fruit on the inside of us and not just fruit God, that's going to wither and die, but we thank you that fruit that's going to remain. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray and make a decree this morning that we will be profitable servants. We're not going to be like the wicked and the evil servant who took what you gave them and hid it, Father, and never did nothing with it. Father, but we pray in the name of Jesus that we'll be like the servant, Father, who took what you gave them and multiplied it. And we want to stand before you and hear you say, well done, my 
good and faithful servant enter into the joy of the Lord. We're living this life to live again. We're living this life to be pleasing to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we lay in the side every sin and every weight that does so easily beset us. In the name of Jesus, we're laying aside every distraction. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come against every distraction, God, that's coming up against us. Distractions in our home, distractions on our job, distractions in our businesses, distractions in our relationships, distractions amongst our children. Father, in the name of Jesus. We expose the enemy today and we come against the spirit of distraction. We make a decision, God, that we will not be distracted. We're going to turn our eyes and keep our eyes on you. Looking to Jesus, you are the author and the finisher of our faith. So, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we thank you for giving us, God, the grace to accomplish. We thank you, Father, for giving us the grace to produce. We thank you, Father, for giving us the grace to persevere. We thank you for giving us the grace to stand. We thank you for giving us the grace, God, God, to stand in this evil day. We decree and declare, God, that we will not faint under pressure. We decree and declare, God, that we will not faint in uncertain times. We decree and declare, God, that we will not faint, God, when we're weary. We thank you, God, that you gave us a word to be not weary in well-doing, for in due season you shall reap if you faint not. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, that there's still time for us to reap. We thank you, Father, that there's still time to receive from you whatever it is that you have for us, God. In the name of Jesus, we decree and declare that we shall receive it because you said we'll have it. Father, we receive it. We speak blessings over our children today. We speak blessings over our grandchildren today. We speak blessing over our parents today. We speak blessings over our spouse today. In the name of Jesus, that what you are doing for us, we pray, God, that you not only would do it for us, God, but do it for everybody that's connected to us. Breathe on us again. Strengthen us again, God. Revive us. Revive us again, God. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, because by this time next year, will be unrecognizable because of the massive fruit that we're going to produce. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, I pray God for witty inventions and ideas. I pray God for insight, understanding, and revelation. I pray God for million-dollar ideas to be released in your people today. In the name of Jesus, I pray God for divine strategies. I pray God that you would give us strategies Strategies for wealth, strategies for abundance, strategies for generational wealth, strategies for breakthrough, strategies for healing, 
praying strategies for miracles, strategies for deliverance. I pray God in the name of Jesus for a supernatural download of divine strategies in the name of Jesus. We connect to you, Father. Father, you are God, the supreme intelligence. You know you know all and you see all. And so if we would just tap in, I hear in my spirit, tap in Zion. We're standing under an open heaven, even right now. And whatever you need God to do for you, if you ask him to do it right now, he's going to lift up your hands, lift up your hands and begin to ask God, whatever you need, if you need a strategy to get out of debt, ask God. If you need a strategy to lose weight, ask God. If you need a strategy to heal your marriage, ask God. If you need a strategy to increase your business, ask God. If you need a strategy to increase your clientele, ask God. Call upon me and I will answer you and I will show you great things that you know not of. And so, Father, now, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that I sense that we are standing under an open portal. I thank you that a portal has been opened. Father, now, in the name of Jesus, lay your hands on your people. I pray now for every sick man. I pray now for every sick woman that is under the sound of my voice. I pray divine healing now. I pray for that one with arthritis. I pray for that one with pain in their joint. I pray for that one with lupus. I pray for that one with leukemia. I pray for that one with cancer. I pray for that one with diabetes. I pray for that one with hypertension. In the name of Jesus, I'm praying for that one with emphysema. I'm praying for that one with black lung disease. I'm praying for that one with AIDS. I'm praying for that one with HIV. Father, in the name of Jesus, send healing now. I thank you that healing is the children's bread. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we receive our healing. We receive our miracle. We receive our breakthrough. We receive our blessing. We're praying for our pastor today. In the name of Jesus, pray for your pastor. Call your pastor's name out. Father, now in the name of Jesus, we lift up our pastors. We pray strength over them. We pray, God, that you would heal their bodies. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, God, for increase, God. We pray, God, for 100% tithers in their ministry. In the name of Jesus, Father, bless your people. Send help from Zion. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you that this day has already been declared blessed. And so, Father, we speak back to you what you have spoken to us. And we speak a day of blessing. We speak a day of prosperity. We speak a day of peace. In the name of Jesus, we come against any against any antagonizing spirit that will try to come to antagonize us. Any spirit that will try to come to distract us, distort us, Father, to throw us off course, we decree and declare that this shall be the day that we remain focused. This shall be the day that we hit bull's eye focus. In the name of Jesus, be glorified in 
heavens. Be glorified in the earth. Be glorified in our lives. In the name of Jesus. And we thank you. And we bless you. Hallelujah. We glorify your name. We glorify your name. We glorify your name. Be glorified in the heavens. Be glorified in the earth. Be glorified within us. Hallelujah. As we bless your name. As we we give your name praise, I thank you, hallelujah, for the synergy. I thank you for the strength and for the energy that I feel. I thank you for restoring strength within us through the power of prayer. Thank you, hallelujah. Thank you for this shot. Thank you for this touch this morning. Thank you for hearing us. Thank you for this company of intercessors that you have gathered today. Hallelujah. To hear from you. Whatever they need, Father, meet their need today. In the name of Jesus, answer their prayer today. In the name of Jesus, open doors for them. Make ways for them. In the name of Jesus, draw them closer to you. Send unexpected blessings, unexpected miracles, unexpected contacts. In the name of Jesus, I pray for this one, Zion Travel's family. I stand before you as your daughter. I stand before you as your servant. I stand before you as your handmaiden. And I ask God in the name of Jesus that you will look upon these your people. Hallelujah. Let every word that proceed out of your mouth be yea and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you. Hallelujah for being a way maker. We thank you for being a miracle worker. Hallelujah. We thank you. So say yes. Hallelujah. I so say yes. Hallelujah. I so say yes. Hallelujah. And we bless you. Hallelujah. And it is so. Hallelujah. Let every heart that believe it say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. And amen. It is so. Hallelujah. It is so. Come on. Repeat that. It is so. Come on. Come on. Repeat that. It is so. What the Lord has spoken, it is so. Hallelujah. What the Lord has decreed and declared over your life, it is so. Hallelujah. What the Lord desires for you, it is so. Hallelujah. And so we pray the will of God back to the Father. Hallelujah. That he may work within us while here on earth. Hallelujah. So that it can be on earth as it is in heaven. On earth as it is in heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we thank you. And we bless your name. And let every heart that believe it say in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. I want you to get an agreement seat. I have 25 in my spirit. I want you to get a $25 agreement seat. For those of you that have it, I want you to get it. For some of you, it may be a press. I understand. Some of you do more than that. Some of you can do the, the double. Some of you can do 25. Some of you can do 75. Pastor Morrison, I'm in between blessings right now, but I can do my seven. I can do my eight. I can do my 10. I can do my 15. Get your best seed that you have. But I hear 25 agreement. 
This prayer that we pray today is a prayer of agreement. We are agreeing with God with what he has already spoken over our lives. Hallelujah. We're not asking God to do something for us that he hasn't said already that has already been done. Prayer is simply agreeing with God. Hallelujah. That the will of the Lord would be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we agree. Hallelujah, that we are curse breakers. We agree, hallelujah, that we are blessed. We agree, hallelujah, that generational wealth shall be our portion. We agree that we shall produce much fruit. We agree that we are already healed. We agree that we are already delivered. We agree, hallelujah, in Jesus' name. I want you right now to go to Cash App Aziza Speaks Life, and I want you to put that $25 seed in agreement seed in the ground. I want you to put that $50, that $75, that $8, that $10, whatever it is. God put 25 in my spirit. Pastor Morrison, I'm coming into agreement with this prayer. I know that I have heard God this morning and I believe God. And so I am sowing. Hallelujah. I'm sowing the seed in the ground because I agree. Somebody say, I agree. Hallelujah. I know that this word was for me, and so I agree. Come on, Zion. Somebody say, I agree. I agree. I agree. Hallelujah. And so we thank you. Father, we thank you for this prayer. We thank you. God bless you, Caressa, for sowing your agreement seed. God bless you, Karen, for sowing your agreement seed. God bless you, Robin, for sowing your prayer of agreement seed. God bless you, Sister Vanessa, for sowing your agreement seed. God bless you. Sister Sheila, for sowing your agreement seed. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. And we give your name praise. And we give your name glory. God bless you, Lucretia, for sowing your agreement seed. God bless you, Ayana, for sowing your agreement seed. God bless you, Rosalind, for sowing your agreement seed. God bless you, Dr. Nicole Hawkins, for sowing your agreement seed. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you, Sister Narkita, for sowing your agreement seed. In the name of Jesus. God bless you, Sister Carmen Vaughn, for sowing your agreement seed. God bless you, Sister Sybil Street, for sowing your agreement seed. We have the victory. Hallelujah. It's in the name of Jesus. Yes, God. Hallelujah, Father. We thank you for victory. Victory is our portion. And we give your name glory. We give your name honor. God bless you, Sister Precious, for sowing your agreement seed. Hallelujah. Satan will have to flee. Come on, we got to go. Come on. Tell me who can go be for us. God bless you, Sister Olivia, for sowing your agreement seed. Come on, y'all. When we, I know I'm past time, this in my spirit, calls on that great name, Jesus, Jesus, precious Jesus, we have the victory. God bless you, Sister Makisha Day. Sold her agreement seat in the name of Jesus. I'm praying for you. 
in the name of Jesus, that your faith would fail you not. We have the victory. All right, come on, we got to go. That thing is in my spirit. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. (laughs) I'm going to let you go. Uh, I love you all. You know that I do. Every time I pray, I pray for you. We'll be back here on Tuesday. I'm trying to think. uh, I don't know if Tasha's on the call. Tasha sent me a text message that confirmed someone else said that uh, the Lord told them to tell me that uh, I should – I could take a break from prayer for the next two weeks. And I, I said, I don't know the Lord told you that. And then here comes Tasha Moore sending me a text message saying the Lord told me to tell you that you could take a break. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't believe in taking no breaks. Like, so I don't know. We'll be back here Tuesday. I'm going to pray about it and I'll see. Maybe we'll, we'll break after Tuesday for the rest of the, for the rest of the year. We'll, we'll, we'll see about it. All right. All right. But we will be here on Tuesday. All right at 6 a.m. Eastern. Invite somebody to prayer. Invite somebody to prayer. All right. I love you all with the love of the Lord. Walk with Jesus today. God bless you. Shalom. Bye-bye.